The following program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. And here I am on the phone today from my house because it is a snow day here at the Schmidt home. And uh, for those of you who are on Facebook Live, you can see me in my living room, which has kind of had to be reconstructed a little bit to get me on camera. And you may see my kids. (laughs) If you look below me on Facebook Live and the radio audience, you can go to your Facebook page if you want to see this. Um, I was giving you a little bit of a promotion about what we were going to do on the show today. We call it a tease. And I told you what was coming up. And as I was trying to do that from my living room, my college-age son came into the shot and was looking around the corner of the bathroom. Just full disclosure, he's a kid, actually a 20-year-old, who does everything in his underwear. If we let him mow the lawn in his underwear, he would. If we let him grill in his underwear, he would. So there he was in the shot, and I couldn't stop laughing. So you can go look at that on Facebook if you'd like. I want to welcome you to the show today. It is a snow day. I did not want to travel down the mountain. We live at 9,000 feet, and uh, there's a lot of snow up here, and I didn't want to try to make it down to the KRKS studios. So I'm so glad that uh, they were willing to accommodate me and let me do the show by phone. I hope everybody can hear me well and that uh, you can get something out of today's show. I'm going to do something I have not done before, which is to just talk about some of the bits of advice and some of the best tips that I have been able to gather over the years by talking to experts and giving speeches and talking to just regular moms about their lives and learning from them. Uh, And there's really no such thing as a regular mom. I think all moms just by sheer dedication are are better than regular. But I've learned a lot. And so I'm going to give you what I call my seven best tips for moms. Now, let me tell you. They're not all-encompassing. There's certainly other tips I could come up with. There's certainly tips in the Bible that I could refer to that um, are better than some of these probably. But these are my seven best tips that I've condensed for moms out there, and I hope that they're going to help you and your kids. I said um, on the little Facebook promotion that I I think these are the kind of tips that are going to not only help you as a mom and um, effectively focus your parenting, but also help your kids to be happier children, kinder children, um, maybe even better behaved. Who wouldn't love that? So I'm going to go one through seven tips as I go today. But I want to start out by just reminding everybody why Channel Mom is here and, and how much I appreciate you as a mom who's listening today. I, you know, I started this years ago. I was on television, if you know my story, and, and many in the audience do. I was on television for many years. TV was really my religion. <clears throat> Let's, I, 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 to, I want to think of a way to describe it. I, when I was on TV, I thought that that made me important, and I thought that made me um, matter, and that it gave me a sense of identity and a sense of self-worth, and maybe even made me more important than other people, because back in the day, when there were only five channels, you could really be misled into thinking you were some kind of star if you were on TV. Well, I wasn't, but I took myself very seriously, and God sort of had to rescue me from that world and remind me of what was truly important and of how 
how he valued me just as his daughter and as a mother to the children that he creates. And so I, I sort of got this vivid picture of how we, we hold all this stuff up in the spotlight and on screens that has nothing to do with parenting and nothing to do with moms and nothing to do with family, but glorifies kind of all that stuff that's in the spotlight that isn't nearly as important as you are. And I, and I thought to myself in that time, this is kind of a tragedy unfolding in America that we're honoring all this stuff, you know, what Miley Cyrus is doing on a stage somewhere or what is this politician has done to dirty his name and how he's going to have to step down or what um, this celebrity has done to make a name for himself or whatever it is. We're honoring all that stuff in the spotlight. And meanwhile, moms are behind the scenes raising our next generation. And what could be more important than the next generation that's coming up in this world and how they're going to behave in our world and what they're going to do for our world and what they're going to do for other people and how they're going to regard God. And so I just uh, felt called to establish Channel Mom. It is, of course, as many of you know, a 501c3. We exist because of donors and sponsors, and uh, we're able to be on the air. But here's the really cool thing. As in the last five years, God has prompted me to not only be on the air or in the airways, but also on the ground. So we're out there to serve moms in whatever way we can on the ground. We're this year beginning to go into prisons because, hello, let's talk about that. The, the prison population of women has skyrocketed, and a huge percent of them, a majority of them are mothers. And what happens to those babies when those moms are in prison? What happens to those babies when those moms get out of prison? I've been told by prison officials that that population of women is um, some of the most insecure, self-hating uh, uh, group of women women that you can find uh, psychologically, if you, if you were to deter, you know, set them apart in a subset, it's, it's a, a group of women that does not feel good about themselves and does not feel like they can go back to mothering and do a good job. So we're going in there to um, work on their inner healing and then help them to rededicate themselves to parenting, even if it's just praying for their kids from prison. And then the same thing with homeless shelters. We're, we're coming alongside moms who are coming out of homeless shelters to kind of help them reset their lives. We assign them a mentor and help keep them kind of out of uh, and away from some of the, the bad influences in their life that, that put them into homelessness. So those are some of the examples of how we're on the ground. We do channel mom coffees. We go into churches and speak and help moms. So here's the dealio. Moms are immensely important, and yet I think so many of them walk around grocery stores and in carpool and at their jobs during the day that may be away from their mother and whatever it is and, and not realize how important they are as moms and, and really feel forgotten, real, really feel overworked and underappreciated. So that's why we do what we do. And I just want to remind you that that's why Channel Mom exists and that's why um, we're here to serve you. And, and whatever you need, you should come to our website. You should email us if you need to at channelmom at gmail. You should, you should come alongside some of our ministries if you want to support or if you need to be supported. We'd love to have you. Um, you've heard some of the ministries that we mentioned. So, so reach out to us if you need help as a mom or if you just need some encouragement. I counsel moms on the phone regularly, and, and I'm always reminded when I do that of how important their job is and of how they're raising the next people that we're dependent on to lead our nation and to serve our nation. There's a mother down the street that I've known for many years who is a widow, and she lost her husband when her girls were 13 and 8 and 5, I believe. And she was called to raise those babies by herself for the next however many years. It's been almost 20 years. And I think she's forgotten. Nobody recognizes that she's being dependent on to raise these children on her own, and we're depending on her to do it well. And that's the kind of example I'm talking about. So I just want you to know how important you are and, and why we do what we do. And 
I just so badly want to be of service to you. And I want to serve God well in honoring you and encouraging you. I want to be uh, somebody who is there as a cheerleader, cheerleading the moms on all across the world who are raising the children that God has created. And he's depending on you to do it in a way that is loving and kind and gracious and, and full of peace and hope and joy. And, and I want to be there to support you in that because it's not an easy job. I get it. It's not an easy job. I've got two kids in the bedrooms beyond this living room. And uh, I know it's not easy, and, but I love it. And I hope you love it too. And I want to help you with that. Okay. My seven best tips for moms. We're going to delve, uh, dive into those today. Let's go with tip number one. That's a good place to start. By the way, I'm wearing my slippers today for the folks who are watching us on Facebook Live. Uh, and I'm being super casual and uh, just wanted you to know that. The radio audience can't really see that, but there you go. All right. Tip number one, rest with your kids. We live in a world where busyness is a religion. And our kids get overcommitted and overwhelmed. My daughter looked at me the other day and said, Mom, I, it's just too much. It's just too much. You know, she's in club volleyball and she's uh, in the musical. She's got a, a nice big role in the musical. Good for her. And she's, she's learning her parts and she's got musical practice and she's got school and she's got studies and, and she does um, dog sitting and, and babysitting and all kinds of things. And she felt like too much was going on. And, um, and I understand that. So if you feel like your kids are a little bit overwhelmed by your schedule or their schedules and tempers are flaring and people aren't behaving the way they probably should be behaving, I'm asking you to learn to rest with your children. Even if you need to call kind of a timeout for rest, and here is an example of how you do that. Let's say everybody's running around the house trying to get ready for something and you're, everybody's freaking out about uh, having no time and needing to get things done and, and mom's here and dad's there and the kids are trying to get this finished and so on and so forth. If you have time in that moment, call a timeout for rest. And something that I had my kids do when they were smaller was come lie with mom on the carpet. And I would call it carpet time. I mean, look, the Bible says be still and know that I am God. Well, how are we going to know that he's God if we don't take time to be still and, and find his peace and that stillness? So I would call my kids to the carpet and say, it's carpet time. Didn't do it enough, but I did it at least a couple times. And we would lie down on the carpet together and maybe hold hands or whatever and just lie there in silence. And I would challenge them, let's just be quiet. Let's just be still. Let's just listen for God. Let's just be peaceful. If you're not somebody who follows God, just listen for the peace. And just and hopefully there's peace. Hopefully it's not mass chaos in your house. Lie down. Take some carpet time. Number one tip, learn to rest with your kids. Maybe go lie down in their bed with them. Just have a time where you say, okay, this, this is enough. Everybody's out of control. We need to just take a five-minute time out to rest and slow down and settle down and breathe. It really, it's proven to be healthy for your body, to do some meditation and breathing throughout your day. It resets your body. You're less likely to get diseases, all kinds of stuff. So you're setting your kids up for life if you teach them to rest when things are getting out of control. So there you go. Number one tip, rest with your kids. Number two tip, exhibit forgiveness. I, I think if we allow our kids to see uh, us get upset with maybe our spouse or a girlfriend or our parents, maybe we had an argument with our parents over the phone, or maybe we've gone to the PTA meeting and somebody has upset us at the PTA meeting and we're getting in the car and they hear us going off on some person that has upset us at the PTA meeting. Well, I would suggest to you that as they see you in your frustration, they should also see you follow through with forgiveness. So I will talk out loud about the forgiveness process. So I will admit to them, mom's angry. This is why she's angry. I won't go into too, too much detail because they don't need to know that. But mom's angry, and this is what I'm upset about. But then afterwards, I will say to them, 
Mom needs to forgive that person. Just as I'm forgiven by God, I need to forgive that person. So they have learned, and it's been a beautiful thing to watch. They will come to me now and say, well, I know I need to forgive them. I know I need to forgive them. And they don't do it every time, but they do do it sometimes. Or they've learned in prayer time to pray for somebody who's upset them. Because they know that walking around with unforgiveness for the next 20 years is also not good for their health and also not what God asks of us. So if your kids are watching you in frustration and you're having a bad day and you're upset with somebody, let them see you follow through with forgiveness and be real about it don't be holier than thou about it just say and mom has forgiven everyone you don't need to go to that place just say i'm upset this is why i'm upset and now i'm going to try to forgive and some days they'll see you not be able to forgive that first day or the second day or the third day but keep going back to it and revisiting it in front of your children i've forgiven them one thing i've watched my kids do or allowed my kids to watch me do rather is to make a phone call and, and, and apologize to that person for getting angry with them or to, to make bread for somebody that I've been upset with. Those kids, my kids have watched me um, follow through with a, an action that exhibits forgiveness. And I'm not perfect, and I don't do it well every time, but I think it's a great thing to exhibit forgiveness for your kids. I'm going to try to get to tip number three before we get to the break. Um, here it is. Choose laughter. Okay, in those times I was talking about going, your house being crazy and everybody being stressed out, I, I would sometimes announce, okay, I'm going to joke about this now. I'm going to laugh about it. Like, where are my kids? I can't find my kids. There's too much junk in my way. There's too much stuff. Where are you under the dirty laundry? Whatever it is, choose laughter if you can. It's so much easier to choose frustration and to be mad and to go off and to gripe and to moan. But choose laughter and teach your kids to choose laughter in the tough times. Like, we're going to joke about this now. Who's got the best joke about the dirty dishes in the sink? Whatever it is, learn to choose laughter in a time when you're feeling stressed out. Um, I think we've only got uh, 30 seconds left, so I'm going to wrap up and let you know I've got four more best tips for moms coming up after the break, so I want you to stick around for those. Okay, I've got another minute. Um, I, 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 how about this? Today I want to try something again. Dr. Emerson Eggerich was on the show last week, and he, of course, is the leader of love and respect, and, and millions of people follow love and respect online, and love and respect does a lot to help relationships and marriages. And he was on the show with what he called the four wills of God. Or the, yeah, I think it was called the four wills of God is the name of his book. And we were giving away the book to anybody that wanted to come alongside us and be a one-time donor or a regular donor monthly to help one mom in prison or one mom coming out of a homeless shelter. You are going to change a life if you feel called by God to just come alongside one mom, even if it's just for one month and you can get the bonus prize of uh, Emerson Eggerich's book, The Four Wills of God. It's a brand new book. So call us today on our hotline, 303-873-1935, if you want to become a one-time sponsor for just $15 a month or $20 a month to help one of these mamas. We'd be so grateful. And you'll get Dr. Emerson Eggerich's latest book if you, if you do that. So here we go. We're going to break. I'll be right back in my living room to give you some more of my best tips for moms. The vision of the Life Center is simple. Transforming communities, period. Located just south of downtown Littleton, the Life Center meets immediate needs, provides opportunities for development, and shares the hope and truth found only in Jesus. Whether you need help putting food on the table or reaching your goals by learning English or finishing your GED, find out more about our services and volunteer opportunities on our website, lifecenterlittleton.org. Here's the deal. Channel Mom is made 
made for moms because moms have one of the most important jobs on the planet. We serve you through the media like our radio show and podcast and YouTube channel with helpful interviews and advice. We do outreach from others through churches, speaking events, Channel Mom Coffees, and now in prisons and for moms dealing with homelessness. We'd love to serve you or have you volunteer with us because moms need to be honored. So tell us if you need a speaker or help from our outreach or just want to become a partner to keep Channel Mom thriving for moms at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. For those of you who are watching us on Facebook Live, thanks for joining us. It may seem weird to you. I'm on the phone, but I'm on the phone in order to be on the air on 94.7 The Word down in Denver. And you can hear my bathing on the background. <laughs> That's a little added levity for the folks who are listening today. I've got a couple of dogs downstairs and a husband downstairs in the family room and then my kids in their bedroom. So who knows what will happen? I could also show you some other stuff around here, but I don't think I will. I thought about turning the camera to show you how much snow we've got outside here at 9,000 feet and uh, uh, yeah, it's kind of a beautiful day, actually, and we needed the moisture, as they say. Okay, so I'm going through my seven best tips for moms. But before I do, I want to remind you about LifeCenterLittleton.org. Uh, that's how you can find them. If you are going through a trial or you know somebody who needs their, a little leg up, they need their GED or they need to learn a second language, or maybe they're somebody who speaks Spanish and they need to learn English, or uh, maybe they're going through a trial and they could use support from the mental health support group they have there, or maybe they need a little bit of legal advice or some legal aid. All of those things are provided for at Life Center Littleton, and they do amazing things for families. So maybe you're um, feeling like, yeah, I don't need that kind of help, but you might know somebody who does. Please tell them about LifeCenterLittleton.org and tell them that Channel Mom sent you because they're a sponsor and they help us, and we are blessed by them, and I know they can be a blessing to you. So, so find them. Okay. So, and if you want a little laugh, you can go back and look at the little tease I did on Facebook where I could not stop laughing. Like, that's the tease. <laughs> that's the promotion I did for today's show. It's just me laughing hysterically because my son was running around in his underwear in the background and didn't mean to get on camera. I don't think you can actually see my son, so there's nothing that's, you know, R-rated about the video. Okay, so my four, my seven best tips for moms, but I've got four left today. I'm going to try to get to all of them for you. And you know what? You can get this tip sheet uh, a couple of ways. I, I think we may have posted on ChannelMom.com, but if we don't have it posted there, you can just email us at ChannelMom at Gmail, and we can send you the PDF of my seven best tips for moms, ChannelMom at Gmail. And I can maybe also put up a copy on Facebook as well with these uh, seven best tips. I also want to remind you, we were going to have Michelle Piper on the phone or today, or actually on the show today, not on the phone. She was going to be live in the studio. She has an amazing program where she helps women retrain their brains if you're struggling with negative self-talk. Hello, who isn't tr struggling with negative self-talk? I'm right there. And that's the reason I'm having her on the show is because I need help to retrain my brain. But women are dealing with so many things, whether it's financial struggle or how they feel about the way they look or their weight or their job situation or their spouse situation or being single or what's, whatever's going on in their life, family struggles, struggles with their children. Women have so many reasons to uh, get trapped in negative self-talk. So Michelle is somebody who can help you with that. She was going to be on the show today. We are going to welcome her back on January 25th. So she'll be on the show on a couple of Fridays and she can help you with that. I'm very, very hopeful that that could be helped to you. And tip number four. So I've done the first best tips for moms that I have, one, two, and three. We're moving on to tip number four. Here it is. Teach your children to help those who cannot help them back. 
I want you to think about the fact that you've got a little Petri dish in every child that you have. You can either form something fabulous in that Petri dish or you can form a monster. Not kidding. Not kidding. That's how much the world depends on you and God depends on you. As you are shaping these little human beings into something that could be really a blessing to our world or a curse to your, our world. I mean that. That's how important your job is. So here is a tip that I have for you in the way in which you want to shape your child who could be one day a future helper and not somebody who's a future herder of those around them. So here it is. Teach your children to help those who cannot help them back. And here's an example. You don't have to do it this way because Christmas has just passed, but you can think of another way to do it. Every Christmas I ask my kids to think of somebody at their school who they don't like or they don't get along with or who's mad at them or maybe who's always in the principal's office. Whatever it is, find a child that they wouldn't normally want to hang around, wouldn't normally want to be nice to, wouldn't normally want to do something nice for. And I challenge them actually to use their own money. And if they're really young, you can use your money to do it. But find a child, maybe even a child who's been mean to your child, um, and, and let's bless them with a present. Let's do something nice for that child, even though that child is in trouble all the time or that child's been mean to you, whatever it is. And uh, my daughter and son, I challenge them to do this every year. I'm going to use my daughter as an example because she did choose somebody at her school that she would give gifts to, and this child was in trouble a lot. And but but in the end, she's a beautiful, sweet child, like every child ever created by God. And and the the, the beauty that would come out of her when my daughter would do this to her, for her, she did it several times. She left a gift for her one year on her desk, and this little girl was walking around the classroom saying, "This isn't my present. Who's this for? This isn't for me." could not believe the present was for her. And then for the rest of the day was trying to figure out who gave it to her. And then at the end of the day, she didn't really have anything to give back to my daughter. So she gave her, I think it was a, a glasses case that she had, a case for her glasses, little cloth glasses case. So she handed that to my daughter because she found out my daughter was the one that had presented her with the gift. And then she also made kind of a cardboard slash construction paper thank you note. And I don't remember exactly what the thank you note said, but it said something like, thank you for being my friend. I love you. And my daughter had only given her this one little gift, but this girl didn't have a friend. She didn't have a friend, and my daughter chose to make her a friend of her own, and it was beautiful to watch that. And then in years after that, she had given this girl jewelry a couple of times, and I remember going to a concert once and seeing this girl wear this jewelry in the concert, and I thought, I wonder what other presents she got, because she's certainly wearing ours as proof that it may have been one of the only gifts she got for Christmas. So there you go. Teach your children to help those who can't help them back. Then number five, be big, be big on blessings. I've chosen to give my children a blessing every night, and I was prompted by another woman to do this. I was listening to a mop speaker once, and she said she gave her children blessings every night. Man, you know what? Even if you're not somebody who prays or follows God and just doesn't know quite how to give a blessing, you can figure out a way to do this. I do a couple of things in the blessing. Number one, it's a reset for the end of the day. So maybe if I've argued with my child or I've been mad at my child or I've had to discipline my child and my child is grounded or whatever it is, out of control, I sit down at the end of the night and I say, all right, mom's going to down on her knees and give you a blessing. And I pray to God for that child. And I usually do a couple of things. I usually pick one scripture for them that I'm going to pray over them. And then my child at least knows one scripture. 
So maybe I, I haven't brought them to Sunday school that week or I haven't brought them to church, whatever. At least at the end of the day, I'm giving them one scripture that they can have in their heart to know that God loves them. And then number two, I say something about my child that's positive. Even if I'm feeling negative about my child, I say something about my child that is positive. And then often I will try to say something about my child's future, what I believe my child's called to. Like over my son, I would pray that God would make him a humble servant leader, that he would serve others as a leader and be humble. Over my daughter, I pray that she would be a light both on stage and off stage. She wants to be an actress one day, and I don't want her to be all puffed up on stage, so I want her to be a light off stage and on stage. So give your children a blessing on your knees every night if you can. I skip some nights because I'm too tired or whatever, so have grace for yourself. But give your child a blessing every night if you can. They will carry those words with them for the rest of their lives. So even if you got mad at them at the end of the day, it's a a way to repair things if you give them a blessing at the end of the day. Okay, tip number six. Love, choose love, even on days when you're angry, on days when you're um, upset with your kids, on days when you've got pride and you think, I've got to show my kids I'm right on this, choose love instead. I, I, I have watched myself be angry, 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 and I thought, oh, I don't want them to have this picture in their mind. I don't want them to have this picture. So I choose instead to say, Mom's going to choose love right now, even when I'm mad at you. By the way, don't do this perfectly, but sometimes I'm able to say, I'm choosing love right now, so come here, let me give you a hug. So choose love. And then last tip, don't feel guilty about anything I've told you. Do not feel guilty about one of the tips I've given you today saying, oh, my gosh, I've forgotten to do this for my child, or I haven't taught my child to love, or I haven't taught my, taught my child to give to somebody else, or I forgot to learn to rest with my child, whatever it is. Don't feel guilty. Tip number seven, don't feel guilty about the list we've gone through today. God bless you for being a mom who's just feeding her children, putting your kids in the car and taking them somewhere, whatever it is, putting warm clothes on them. At least you're doing that. So do not feel guilty about this list. Finally, I want to reiterate, I love all of you. I'm so grateful that you have chosen to mother your children well, that you tune into us. Uh, God is dependent upon you to raise your babies well. So thank you for what you're doing to that end, to raise your children well. You are raising that next generation. Never forget that. That is an amazing job. Look, if you want to help us and you want to maybe help a mom in prison, you want to help a mom in a homeless shelter, I'm counting on you. I'm not begging you. And I know all of you out there are giving money to other things. I get it. I really do. I'm in the same boat. But if you feel led today to help one mom in prison for $15 or one mom coming out of a homeless shelter for $20, I'd be honored if you do. That's not much money a month. That's what a couple of Starbucks coffees, to be honest. So uh, call us at 303-873-1935. And if you decide to do that, just one time, a one-time gift or become a monthly donor, you can get Emerson Eggerich's book, uh, for the four wills of God, the four wills of God for your life. It's really instructive, really amazing. And kind of reset your focus for the new year about how you should approach life to be following the four wills of God that he's found in the Bible. Such a beautiful gift. So 303-873-1935. If you want to help one mom and get that book, we'd be honored if you do so. So, Mom, thanks for tuning in today with me today in my living room, my modest, humble little living room with my kids running around in the background. And uh, if you're listening by radio, thanks to my 94.7 The Word audience. God bless you. Thanks for all that you do for Mom. If you're listening on a Saturday, thanks for tuning in as well. Have a beautiful weekend. Thanks so much for listening to Channel Mom. Of Channel Mom. We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling T-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. 
We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family. 